for Furphy at Little Creatures Village, Geelong. This is the warm-up with Warlow and Moods. Still got our local footy wrap coming out very soon and the marketplace buying and selling this week. I've had enough of lunch. We'll get to that in just a moment. Joining us, though, uh, he's an absolute superstar. One time could have been All-Australian. He didn't get it. Should have been. What a player he was. Common medalist Scotty Cummings joins us from SENWA, Scotland. How are you, mate? Uh, G'day, (laughs) fellas. What a treat it is for me to talk to two of the great blokes in the world and as a bloke who's never sick of lunch, um, I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here. Do you want to talk about that all Australian? Um, I mean, seriously, I mean, how hard is it? Like, there's only one position on the ground that picks itself. There's only one medal in the game that's not opinion based. Yep. Every all the others are opinion based awards. Mm-hmm. There's only a Coleman medal that's factual. I mean, seriously, Mate, you've got the medal. Over, you should I'm have the spot. It, it's very easy. Yeah. Yeah, you I'm need it, it, you need the DRS, DRS, mate. I think it's time for a review there. I'm, I'm extremely disappointed for you. Well, Lloydy, Lloydy knows he should publicly hand it over, um, and he's aware of it. But he, oh, and yeah. the what, fact, what, are, what are the chances yeah. of Lloydy doing that? And the fact he hasn't come no. out already is disappointing. <laughs> Not strong. Not strong. <laughs> hey, mate, uh, you've been in the West uh, for a bit now, um, obviously living over there for quite some time, and then back in Melbourne, then back to WA doing breakfast with... Uh, Goss, which is fantastic on SEN in, in Perth. How's that treating you? Yeah, the lifestyle's changed a little bit. Well, um, the alarm goes off at 4.30 and and I know Moons will be able to relate to me. I mean, this is, 4.30 is when I used to get home, <laughs> uh, not get up for work. So uh, we're getting it. It's been a year and a half now and uh, we're, we're going through it. Okay, Goss and I haven't killed each other yet. So, um, no, we're having fun. It's, it's a bit of fun as you, as you get older. I'm becoming one of those people that says, you know, yeah, generally it's for 70 to 80 year old pluses, but I'm becoming one of those people that says, mm, morning, best time of day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, look, it's fantastic. Great to hear you on the radio, mate. And uh, obviously we're going to get to your, your top 10 in just a moment. You've been rolling through during the season. Oh, yeah. But uh, what's happening over in the West? A big game this afternoon, mm. the Dockers and the Dogs. Frio started so poorly last week and Essendon looked like they were going to do something, but Frio have reclaimed somewhat of form and today's a big one for them. It sort of gives them now a chance to really get into that top eight position and have a say. It's a massive, massive game for them and it's very easy uh, over here to forget that Fremantle still exists because yes. <laughs> uh, it's, it really has been uh, pretty much 24-7 Eagles. But, um, no, a huge, huge game. I think they're, uh, you know, aligned with about four other teams on 28 points. The Doggies sit just above them in the uh, in the eight. And uh, so, you know, every game that Fremantle play now is, is shapes their season. Do they make finals or don't they? They've got a, a tough run home. Um, so the Doggies are, you know, again, clear of them. You think Adelaide will beat North Melbourne, so they'll go to 32 as well. Geelong, um, obviously, and, and Gold Coast Collingwood, you think that... Um, Collingwood wins there. So Fremantle need, they desperately need to win this game. But I think they're well overs in the market, but uh, um, it's a it's a massive game. And every game from now on, as I said, they've got a tough run home, will shape their season and they don't have any games up their sleeve to, to drop when they when they should win. But they're still, they've just got to find a way to hit the scoreboard a bit more, Frio. They're still trying to find that balance in that forward line. Amos has been terrific. He's really stepped up. Josh Tracy's the one that not many people know about, but uh, wasn't getting a run in his first two seasons because he didn't work. He didn't work hard enough, yep. and uh, it was pretty lazy. But he's, that penny's dropped for him now. Now he's working his backside off. But it, for mine, 
And I'm one of the few that say it. I think Luke Jackson, I've been saying it from the get-go, can be a, a brilliant forward. I know he wants to play in the rock and he wants to play in the middle of the ground, but he, Freo need him. They need him to get his head around the fact that they need him more in the forward line at the moment than they do in the middle. And if he can go down there and be a real threat, then that helps Amos and it helps Tracy and that sort of thing. So they've still got to get that forward balance right, and especially against the doggies who hurt you real quickly on the turnover. So massive game for Freo. Um, yeah. Well, I'm leaning towards the dogs. It's a good call on that forward line, Scotty. I think uh, Jackson, particularly with Darcy coming back in, I think Darcy's the most important player at Fremantle at the moment. He's mm, that old yeah. school ruckman that we love, Scotty, bashes and crashes. But I think that forward line in the next few years is going to be pretty exciting. What about the neighbours over there in West Coast Eagles? Um, things are going okay? <laughs> How's my boy Simo? Yeah, they're going, they're going beautifully. Uh, Simo's having a time of his life, man. He's uh, just loving Perth. Um, look, I, I feel for him. Mm. And um, uh, look, I, I think Simo, and I know during the week, they misconstrued my comments on Monday. Well, I mean, this is how bad they're going. We don't do Monday shows. We, we went Tuesday to Friday. We did a, an emergency show on Monday <laughs> because you had to talk about the, the Eagles in crisis. And it was two hours about the Eagles. And I was savage on the players. I don't... I don't think Adam Simpson's to blame here, and I don't think they should no. replace him because um, there's, and I've said it a hundred times, there's, there's not a coach in this competition or a coach in any sporting team in Australia where you could take 25 players out of it and be or, or have a have 25 players to pick from. I think they've got 17 or 18 on their injury list um, and quality players, mm. and there's there's no one that could could fashion a competitive team or win games of footy when you've only got two players not making your team. And and the Waffle team's getting belted by 100 points because they've basically got a team of Ammos playing. They, they, they can't they appeal a district free league or something from playing yeah, in well, the... That's it. Or they're going, they're going everywhere. They're going anyone who's got a kick in the bush or anywhere. Can you come and play for the Waffle team? Just so, hey, you know, maybe just dangle that Coleman medal in front of Simo, mate. You know, I'd like to see one out of full forward, mate. That'd be fantastic. Well, uh, it would be bringing back the old school forward because I don't reckon your forward pressure is going to be strong. No. So you want me to run 15 k's a game? It took me four weeks to amass those numbers. So, how, no, how's, how's the feeling, mate, around the town? Like, it's hard, I guess, from being in Melbourne or Victoria and understanding the size sometimes yeah. if you haven't been there of West Coast and what it does to the footy community. Is it is it feeling a bit flat at the moment? Oh, absolutely. And it's savage. And, um, and you've got certain media outlets that are baying for blood and they won't stop until someone loses their job, uh, which is, you know, disappointing. But mm. that's the that's the way every every day, you know, the, the paper's got some sort of cartoon in it that um, is, is, yeah, it's taking the piss, to be perfectly honest. And um, and so they, well, they've got their agendas, but it, look, it's savage. They, we keep hearing from supporter groups, you know, the, the calls, calls from supporter groups saying to boycott the first quarter. Well, it's not a call from many people. It's one bloke who took a video of himself in his car and posted <laughs> it on a forum. <laughs> um, so I, I think the Eagles fans will turn up, but they just need to see some effort. What they saw last week was was pathetic, and I think Simo's been horribly let down by his senior players who, rightly or wrongly, they showed enormous faith and reward in by re-signing them after that yeah. premiership and in 20 and 21 re-signing aging players. I think their list management's been uh, atrocious when you look back at it now. It's been really, really poor. Um, extended contracts to players who don't get out on the park, and it's going to and it's going to cost them. And so Andrew Gaff, Andrew Gaff is you know he's always in my sides, but because he's like, he was a 
fantastic player, Andrew Gafford. Not any, he's not anymore, and he's got a, a contract next year for up to eight hundred fifty thousand wow. dollars. If they're fit and firing West Coast next year, then Andrew Gaff's going to be an eight hundred fifty thousand dollar a year waffle player. Uh, and you know, so those those sorts of things, and no player's going to walk away from that, even. No. Even if your performance is a, a, a dreadful, well, I'm not walking away from it. No. Want to sign, sign me for 850? I don't think I heard that over my career. But uh, <laughs> if they wanted to sign me for that, then you know you're going to keep it. But I think, as I said, list management's been poor. The uh, the head of fitness and um, the strength and conditioning, he's um, fallen on his sword and and uh, well, sorry. He's resigning to pursue other opportunities. <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently, I was pursuing other opportunities at four different clubs over my career. But, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes you don't get it. Nice you're always looking for, you always looking for your next challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right. Scotty, t- t- talk us through your top 10 players in the game that you, you started the season, you give us your top 10, and uh, as the year goes by, you, you throw in some new names, you get rid of some names that uh, aren't It's like a rolling All-Australian yeah. or a rolling does, top 10. How does this 10? one work, my friend? Well, it is, at the beginning of the year, I had uh, 10 players who I thought would be the top 10 players at the end of the season. So this is not, uh, you know, I don't react week by week. It's a block of work and a body of work. It's changed a little bit over the over the season, but I'll go through them for you now. So I had look, I had Jeremy, Jeremy Cameron on top for most of the year, um, and I was hanging on, hanging on, hanging on. Last week, I think I put him down to... To, to number four. Which was the worst uh, knockout, you reckon? Jeremy Cameron or Cameron Murney? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeez, a real cheap well, one. Oh, he was real happy with that one, wasn't he? <laughs> well, let, let's, let's put it in perspective. Jeremy, Moon's got knocked out by a, a gorilla. An opponent. A an opponent. At 100, 130 <laughs> kilo brood of a man. I, I, I walked um, out of the ring. Jezza yeah. got stretched <laughs> off. And... and, and, and and Jezza got knocked out by a tiny ranger. Yeah. So which one do you want to Yeah, go? no, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. I'll take that back. So I, think Moon, back. I think Moon's going to hold his head high. Don't worry about that. <laughs> All right, great. But, uh, uh, I've got um, – yeah, so now Jeremy Cameron's gone down. Oh, but I've got Geordie yep. Ngoi at 10. I just think Geordie, when he's, when he's fit and he's firing, when he's allowed on the park, um, which I think he's got one – this week's his last one, isn't yep. it? So he'll that's come right. back next week. Which, and I think he's so important to the Pies. They a lot of focus on, obviously, Dacos and – um, and you're both Dacos's and, and Darcy Moore and that sort of thing. I think Geordie Dugowie could be the X factor for the Pies winning or losing a grand final. Uh, Jeremy Cameron's at nine. I've got the Bond in at eight. I think he's had a pretty solid year. I had him in the list at the start, probably a bit higher, and he has been higher. Um, Caleb Sarong was the new one, probably because I get to see him, and, and a lot of people on the East Coast will go, what? You don't... Well, who, who watches Fremantle from the East Coast? Nobody. I mean, it's hard to watch here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, his, his body of work over the last probably five weeks has been yeah. a big reason why Freo have sort of got their mojo back, and he, he is the, their best player. Uh, Jordan Dawson's had wow. a year and a half. Wow, what a game last year. week. Yeah, yeah. He just, oh, yeah he just, and, and he'll probably get two votes for it. Um, you know, Nick Dagos will probably get the three. Um, but Jordan Dawson had a, named him captain. What a great decision because mm. he has taken that and, and run with it. Petrarca in at five. Taranto, Tim Taranto wasn't in my original list and it's taken him a while to break in, but he is sitting at number four. Wasn't any good uh, Thursday night, but uh, uh, he's been sensational. Toby Green, number three. He, we, we know how important he is to GWS. When they need something, he's the one that delivers yep. it week in, week out. I've got the, these two I swapped over last week. I've got Zach Butters at two now, who's just been phenomenal this year, and Nick Dacos at number one. So... We'll see how much that changes. On my watch list, I think Tim English is, Tim English is in there. Darcy Moore's there. 
Um, Tom Green from GWS is there. Zach Merritt, I think, is in there. Um, but uh, that's my top ten, and where I think will be the top ten players at the end of the year. We'll Pretty strong, Scotty. Pretty Very strong, good, mate. You've got it, and you've, you've had a bit, of, back- you've you've had a bit of backlash, mate. Oh yeah, well you get feedback, but you know the um, you know the deal with the media. Well, our number one rule is never read the comments. No, because uh, it's just got to upset you. Uh, <laughs> people take it really personally. And, uh, moons <laughs> moons know, went but... moons went with Geelong uh, beating everyone if they get into the finals, and some of the comments were read on Facebook. Jesus Christ, Moons! Uh, <laughs> don't worry about looking at it, mate. The old, the old bias one. <laughs> All right, and Geelong I'd player saying the ex Geelong player saying Geelong win the flag. <laughs> yeah. Give us a spell. You know what? Not the only person saying. There's a, you know, for the last couple of weeks, there's been people saying if they make the eight, there's a lot of teams that won't want to play. Oh, of course. Um, there's no doubt. You can't say that if you're a former cat, mate. It's bias. Yes. So, yeah, get out of it. Mate, thank yeah, you so much for, it, for jumping on. Um, loving loving your work. I know you're enjoying the, the winter, at least over in Perth at the moment. And for, unfortunately, it's no good here, mate. Uh, good luck with you and Gosselin <laughs> during the week. And uh, enjoy the footy over the weekend. Thanks for joining us. No, it's my pleasure, lads. Talk to you two anytime. Scotty Cummings joining us on the line. SEN Breakfast in WA doing a great job with uh, Goss at the moment. Stay with us. We've got our marketplace coming up very soon and our local footy wrap up next.